This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Pasrah means letting go, right? Mm. Uh, and you sort of um, allow yourself that freedom to let go in a way, right? So you're not hanging on to something i think that's 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 mm. interesting yeah. yeah okay interesting is, is, is that an english word for it <laughs> oh good question <laughs> well resignation resignation but yeah. resignation has a finality to it in a way pasrah doesn't mm. right pasrah is sort of like a preface to something else i pasrah and then it assumes like a clearing mm. i don't know you yeah. tell me <laughs> but resignation has a kind of like you know, uh, like a terminus or something. Like you arrive to a point that, that there's nothing else after resignation or something like yeah. that. Or it doesn't quite capture it maybe in how we use it typically yeah. or what. Yeah. There is that seven stages of grief or something. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, yeah. so I think pasra must be somewhere in between <laughs> that. <laughs> Whereas resignation is well, just... Well, pasra could be somewhere around acceptance lah. BFM 89.9, this is Night School, the show that explores concepts, theories and society. I'm Ahmad Fat Rahmat on another installment of The Trying Game with Hanif Baharudin. It is called The Trying Game because we are trying to find equivalences of concepts, phrases, figures of expression across the English and the Malay context. And it's become uh, quite a frequent staple of the show. Uh, where me and Hanif will go through a list of, I guess, everyday phrases in English or in Bahasa to try our best to find equivalent counterparts in the uh, other language. Welcome back, Hanif. Hi, Fuad. <laughs> good, good to good have you on a more regular basis for the show. I think it adds more character. I think it adds more colour to the show, you know. We are doing it a bit differently because you have the list of terms now, right? Okay, yeah. So usually I come up with the words uh, and then I kind of like throw it to you out of nowhere. But now you're going to uh, do that in this episode. So you have the list. So is there a theme this time or is it just uh, random? No theme uh, because I was just like listing down some words that I think we have uh, listed down before. No theme, but um, I'm equally interested to explore these words because I've been thinking about them as well. Sure, so, yeah. sure. So, so let's start. Okay, let's do it. With the first one, uh, Pasra. Pasra. Yeah. Pasra is resignation. Oh, resignation is good, yeah. Because I'm always, to be honest with you, I don't even know what pasra means in Malay. <laughs> or rather, I don't know how to feel when it comes to pasra, right? Yeah. Because there is this, I'm trying to like understand it as well. And I couldn't like even, till this day, I couldn't even use it properly. Okay, so try to find a sentence where that word would come up. <laughs> Funnily enough, usually during, uh, what do you call this? Award ceremonies? No, <laughs> no, no, not award ceremonies. Usually I read them. Uh, in like newspapers, headlines, uh, usually uh, involving local celebrities. Say, for example, I mean, Elfira Loy, Pasra, Bepisa dengan Sufen Suhaimi. Contoh lah. Right, so, so, it's always, yeah, it's always used in that context. So, yeah. I always wonder, it must be something maybe commonly used when it comes to love. It's yeah. love-related. Is it? Okay. Yeah. But what does it mean, right? Uh, so, see, that's the problem because I'm always trying to like understand it and the closest I come up with is Reda, but at the same time, you're frustrated. Okay, okay. That's a really interesting juxtaposition, mm. right? Because Reda is always used alongside Pasra sometimes. like or, or you compare the two. 
It's always the option, right? Mm. Ireda and Pasra or Reda and slash or Pasra. Reda typically evokes religion and God mm. more. Pasra doesn't. Yes. Right. And and Reda, Reda, yeah, apart from being closely linked to religion, it's also it's a word also worth exploring, I guess, because it's that resignation, right? But at the same time, resignation with but you're more you're more willing to accept the situation, right? Whereas I think Pasra is like you're You surrender. You surrender, but at the same time, you're not that happy with the situation. Reda has this element of, you know what, there is a bigger okay, element okay. to you. I see that. So I'm just consigning myself to fit right, something right. like that. Ah, okay, okay. So Reda is a point of strength in a way, right? Because mm. you say that, you know, it takes a bit of strength to kind of accept loss or mm. accept defeat. I, I have a sense, I have a sense that Pasra has a very, very contemporary term. You're not going to see... In Hikayat Hang Tua, Hang Tua Pasrah or something. Hang Kasturi Pasrah. But you know, you're just not going to find it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, or like uh, Merah Silu Pasrah. Like, you're not <laughs> going to find it at that context of like classical, the high literature of classical Malay. You're not going to find it. Okay. You find it in URTV and Panja Indra. You yeah. find it in manga, yeah. right, headlines. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which tells me that it has a, it's, it's more in use in pop culture Discourse. Yeah, it was big in the nineties, and I mean, occasionally used. Yeah. yeah, but occasionally used uh, to describe this unique feeling, like yes. Yeah. So my question then is, if Reda, which has been around for much longer because it's Arabic and it's religious, is already in frequent use, why was there a need for Pasra? Because there is a slight difference there. Right. See, here's right. the reason why I feel like. Okay, man, you're yeah. onto something. All right. <laughs> yeah, because, I hear you. I hear yeah, you. because if it's just Reda, it indicates that oh, maybe you know the person yang. Bacerai or, you know, broke up with that person probably feels memang he or she is okay with it. Lah. Whereas right. Pastra has that hint of frustration. To right, it, yeah, right, which is why right. I said it's Reda plus frustration. Like, right, right. Okay, okay. So we have to register the frustration. Lah. Yeah. You know, so this is interesting because you can either use a word with the same meaning, with an added meaning given the context. So Reda could be Malayized to add the frustration component to it. But the fact that pasrah, like a whole concept has to be invented in order for that to capture that added register is interesting to me. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, we, it, it goes back to like how we, as a culture, make room for disappointment. Mm. Right. We're very melancholic, right, yes. in our music, in our film, right. And pasrah is another moment in that where you make room for you to vent, basically, mm. right? And this is very commonplace that, you know, you use it, yeah. Yeah, but people who are pasra are not necessarily super upset. They're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're just in that mode where they're stuck in between that, that place, lah, which yeah. I find quite interesting. Are they not super... Oh, yeah, you're right. It's kind of a letting go, right? Mm. Pasra means letting go, right? Mm. Uh, and you sort of um, allow yourself that freedom to let go, in a way, right? So you're not hanging on to something i think that's 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 mm. interesting yeah. yeah okay interesting it's is, is that an english word for it <laughs> oh good question <laughs> well resignation resignation but yeah. resignation has a finality to it in a way pasrah doesn't mm. right pasrah is sort of like a preface to something else i pasrah and then it assumes like a clearing mm. i don't know you yeah. tell me <laughs> but resignation has a kind of like you know, uh, like a terminus or something. Like you arrive to a point that, that there's nothing else after resignation or something like yeah. that. Or it doesn't quite capture it maybe in how we use it typically yeah. or what. Yeah. There is that seven stages of grief or something. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, yeah. so I think pasra must be somewhere in between <laughs> that. <laughs> Whereas resignation is well, just... Well, pasra could be somewhere around acceptance. Yeah. 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 Pasra. Somewhere yeah. in between acceptance. Yeah. Seven stages of grief. I mean, how would you translate grief in Bahasa? 
bersedih but I don't know I don't think it's bersedih yeah. berkabung is a bit too loaded it's a bit too loaded yes yeah 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 so where does grief fit in right um, mm. and I like it I mean there are seven stages because grieving is very difficult yes. in the sort of anglo-liberal context you know which is all about productivity and cheerfulness um there's less of a room for that but in our context given that we we accommodate so much more expressions of ugly feelings it becomes less of a journey to grief i don't know you know what i mean yeah, does yeah. that make sense right yes. so you know i'm thinking of tahlils for example and how how often they would happen after death right and i never thought about it until recently because now i kind of grasp how important it is for you to know that you're not grieving alone mm. and it's not just finding somebody else who understands or something like that but the fact that you have ceremonies and rituals to tell you that this is a part of life that loss is a part of life you know and that this is like a passage you have to go through in order to really know what life is about to deepen your understanding of it you know whereas i don't see that same welcoming of grief in the uh the sort of anglo individualistic context you know where everything is internalized um so i think i mean it's just a not because we're talking about the cultural registers of pastra is a is a way to kind of note how important it is for a context a culture a broader superstructure to say uh, it's okay to feel pathetic you know it's okay to sap and whine and and moan you know and these are not just individual moments but entire genres of music dedicated <laughs> to it entire <laughs> iconic moments in film and stuff like that that you're not going to feel that bad when you sound pathetic right so yeah so yeah, resignation think... <laughs> doesn't quite capture that <laughs> yeah but i think it's close at least it's in the spirit i guess <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah 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 close enough close <laughs> enough okay uh, let's move on to the next one uh barrier year okay barrier year enthusiastic Enthusiastic, yeah. Uh, excited. Excited, yeah, mm. yeah. But there is also that element of like, Bria year is also, you know, in in colloquial language, people will say, "Cham, oh, can you over lah, Bria? Can you cham kerapu Bria year sangat?" What is that? There is element of like, "Cham, you cham over enthusiastic." Ah, lebih lebih. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Over enthusiastic, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. And now, is this related to Riang Ria, the Ria in Riang Ria? Um, not really. I guess Riang Ria is is the Ria in Riang Ria is more of. Uh, Cam kata ganda, right? To 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 just like yeah. make it. Well, beria beria the year is also kata ganda, right? Uh, I don't know because because year on its own doesn't. It's probably a different meaning. Has a different meaning if uh, even uh. if it's like a proper word. Yeah. Yeah. So beria year has this element of like you're trying to be so over enthusiastic about certain things, right? Is it just me or we are not that big on enthusiasm, right? So. Um, let me. Fr- I don't know how to phrase. Again, I'm trying here. That's why. That's why we have this exercise. But, um, like, jangan menggelabah. You know, menggelabah. Yeah. You know, apa ni? Jangan over. You know, something about keeping cool. Yeah. You know, or like not fussing over things that we somehow emphasize or prioritize a lot. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we're a stoic society, right? No, no. That's, <laughs> that's, but we're more like I guess tropical chill. You know. <laughs> You know, coconut tree kind of chill. You know, like you know, because we don't have the same idiom of like 
listen to your passions and follow your dreams as much or, or do we you know they have bercita-cita tinggi yes but even then sometimes you use that phrase in a kind of mocking way kan <laughs> well, kan yeah. bercita-cita tinggi ya you know or or like uh you know what i mean like we we like things at an equilibrium you know or not equilibrium we like things mild mm. then we do like them passionate or intense or rather i think maybe we're more about that when people are a bit more showy without any uh, substance right, i guess right, because right, because right. because this whole like macam braya ataupun cakap lebat or things like that right? they are more associated with people who are like oh you know you talk so much and yet you don't deliver things like uh, that right, right, yeah. right so right. so so i guess to a certain extent i think we are okay with people being aspirational but we are in terms of behavior and actions i think we prefer people to be a bit more mild lah. mild and chill i guess yeah, yeah yeah i would say so There's another facade of Berea Year that has been colloquialized, which I find quite interesting as well. Okay. Say, for example, if your friend is overexcited about something or is trying to tell you something that may not be necessarily true, uh, you'll say, Kau ni ye ye je. Yeah, uh, okay, yeah, Which okay. I find quite interesting as well. And whether that can be translated in English. Does that mean you're misleading? Or you're... Entah ye, entah tidak. I think it's, maybe right, it's... Right. it's uh, you're it's doubtful a, or something? There's reasons to doubt you or something like that? Yes. But I, I think, not that I've mentioned it out loud, I think maybe it's... It's a shortened version of entah ye, entah tidak. Like, macam, kau ni, biar betul, kau ni ye ye Okay, biar betul, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah all right, all yeah, right. Which I think is derived from beri-ye-ye, but I think, or maybe used differently lah. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So there's a, it's not that you're, okay, on one hand, you're over into that. It's something like excessively presumptuous or something like that, right? Ah, yeah. Yeah, excessively presumptuous, presumptuous right? Or something like, you're, you're presuming too much, you're assuming too much, yeah. Mm. Uh, all right, uh, two words that we've delved in quite deeply. <laughs> we have a couple more at least for the second part of the show. Thanks, Hanif, for this interesting list for the trying game and installment on Night School uh, on BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, I'm Ahmad Fuad Rahmat. Join alongside Hanif Baharudin for an episode of the trying game, which is an installment of Night School where we unpack, I guess, the sociological assumptions of translation. Sometimes it's Bahasa to English, sometimes English to Bahasa. And from there on, we have a view of the kinds of trade-offs that happen when we switch contexts and how these different words capture them. So in the first part of the show, we looked at Bereria, we looked at Pasra. What else do we have? Okay, uh, the next word is Selamba. Selamba is chill, right? Really? Chill? Selamba. But there is also that air of nonchalance, right? Yeah, nonchalance, I would say so, yeah. Or there's an element of naivete sometimes. Kau ni selamba je masuk bilik macam tu, you know. Or ah. something like, you're not thinking. You're chill, but not because you're a relaxed person. Because you don't really don't think about the implications. Yeah. Do you feel that? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not to be confused with the English word slumber, right? No, no, yeah. yeah it's two different words, right? Although they both capture like a state of, I guess, you know, like where you're a bit more relaxed, I guess, you know. It could be that. I mean, I won't be surprised. <laughs> okay. But it was definitely derived from the English word slumber, right? At least, I, I don't, don't know. I don't know if it's <laughs> yeah. definite, but slumber. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's definitely colloquial. I don't think you can find it in yeah, the dictionary. It's colloquial. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. uh, Well, you probably could, but it's probably taken from colloquial expression. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised, you know. But a lot of things like summon, you know, summon is summon, right? Yeah. What other English words are? Uh, uh, train. Train mm. now is train, right? Mm. Uh, budget is budget. And all that. A lot of the borrowings are practical. 
right? So you kind of understand why you can summon because you're getting summoned by the court. And everybody who's ever driven a car will probably have had to worry about it or have had summoned before. So it's sort of like an, it's sort of a word that's borrowed out of the necessity of everyday life. Whereas slumber, as in the English word for slumber, when would you use it? You know, it's kind of, it's kind of weird that that word somehow acquired that life, right? Yeah. But then again, it's like best lah. <laughs> you know, best doesn't mean the best in, in Bahasa, right? Best just means good. Yeah, but best can at least be, or rather has been appropriated properly, you could argue, if that uh, makes sense. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Whereas slumber, uh, can slumber be tactless as well? No, nah. Because slumber is more chill rather than tactless. Yeah, yeah. And tactless, um, yeah, but I, I do sense that you, you the slumber has an element of obliviousness that makes it, more relaxed. The highlights that you're so relaxed, you're so, you're so not conscious of things around you that you can just do it. You know, like slumber, you know, something like that. You know, but like yeah. Is it sengaja or not sengaja? Then, if that's the case, because because when people say those things, like you're slumber, it's as if you're like, oh, you have the cheek to do that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think there's there's a, that element lah. There's a sort of a, I wouldn't say bravado, but you're definitely you know, buat muka tak tahu kind of thing, you know, like there's an there's an element of like, I haven't really thought about it enough to really know. That's why I did it, you know? Mm. I don't know. That's the yeah. way I think about there it. There is that obliviousness as well, yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's a bit of like both. Lah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, another word, lantak. Lantak is let it go, isn't it? Just let it be. Let Just it be. let it be, yeah. Let it be. Yeah. Melantak is... To be associated with food lah Kalau macam oh Dia tengah melantak Oh okay, yeah, okay Tengah yes, makan But that's yes. more like Crude sikit but yeah, yeah yeah But I can see the connection though mm. It's sort of like When you don't care Right <laughs> Lantak kan dia lah Lantak lah dia yeah, lantak Like lah dia. whatever Is yeah. it like whatever uh, More like Okay biarkan dia lah Or let him be Yeah yeah, yeah. Let him be is a bit more, more More accurate right Yeah okay. So it's like Oh sekati dia Lantak dia lah Right mm. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah But but it's also that You know what I'm not gonna care anymore Sort of like yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. This sort of like I, I'm, I'm gonna stop, I'm gonna stop making it my business kind of feeling. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Um, a bit of a formal word, but maybe you can unpack it because I feel like it's quite unique. Berkecimpung. Oh, berkecimpung is delving. Delving. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Or like, how long have you berkecimpung in this sport? Mm. How long have you delved into this sport? Right. Mm. How long have you been involved in this sport? Involved. No, berkecimpung. Doesn't mean committed, does it? It's embark. Oh, embark. Oh, yeah. I thought berkecimpung was like sampling. Uh, no. I'm just going to be like, <laughs> I'm going to, you know, I'm not really a bowler, but, you know, I've been in and out of it for a while, that kind of thing, you know. Uh, no, no. Usually, uh, berkecimpung is used at the beginning of something. Lah. So, macam dia, ah. dia mula, usually, kalau in a sentence, you can see it. Arrange in such a way, dia mula berkecimpung dalam bowling. Uh, yeah, you, but you don't say, correct, correct. You don't say Lee Chong Wei sudah berkecimpung dalam badminton for 20 years. You don't say that. Mm, sometimes you do. If, if really? there is that, that context ah, of right, sudah berkecimpung right. selama 20 tahun. Ah, alright, alright. Yeah. Right. Embark or to be a part of or involved? Involved is... Yeah. yeah, I think so. He has involved himself in this field for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, another word. Uh, leka atau meleka. Lakers to be careless, not careless. Not careless. Is this this state of how do you describe it? 
in action, right? Or rather, you're like daydreaming. But there is the element of like, oh, procrastination? Do you think it's fair? No, I don't. Procrastination is belengah-lengah, right? Ah, yeah, a bit more formal. Whereas yeah, Malika yeah. has that element of like... Okay, use it in a sentence. How would you use it in a sentence? Okay. Dia ni asyik Malika je. Kerja tak habis lagi, tapi dia asyik Malika je. Using that context, it sounds like procrastinate can be used lah. But there is a difference, I guess. Malika, like, is it slacking? <sighs> slacking? Maybe, but slacking usually when you slack off... You stack off by doing something else, right? Or do you just not do anything? Because Malika, there is that element of like, there is a lack of urgency to Malika. Right, right. So you're there but not quite. Ah. There's that element. You're, you're not slacking. Slacking means you're not there. Ah, right. Okay. Slacking means you're not really like where you need to be. Yeah. Malika means sort of like you need like a foot outside the door kind of thing, right? Mm, where yeah, yeah. the whole like, like you're there but your mind's not there kind of thing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that, yeah. Malika, yeah. And you're a bit more like daydreaming ke. But what's the English term for it? Malika. I don't know. I just got... It's, I thought it would be slacking, but it's not. It's not slacking. It's not dull, I feel. If it's slacking, yeah. yeah. Daydreaming, but daydreaming is literally like berangan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Careless, no? Careless not careless, is, yeah. right. So okay. slacking, careless comes to mind, but you're right. Neglectful is not, it's not that either, right? It's not mm. neglectful. Because neglectful can be a bit like careless lah. Whereas yeah. that, you're a bit more, uh, what do you call this? You know, caring enough lah. Whereas Malika is like, you're there, but you're just like, you're like, in a, like, phasing out sort yeah. of like mode, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Sure, sure. But there is also the element phasing of, phasing out, yeah. Yeah, but there is also the element of, macam wasting time there as well. Because you're like, oh, you could have done that like 20 minutes ago, but you know, right, you're right. busy Malika. Yeah. So hence the reason why it's not... That's an interesting, because I really struggle to find what word would capture that, you know? I really can't think of, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, <laughs> man, that's a good... Well, okay, so what English word comes comes close? Uh, hmm, difficult to, like, yeah. It's somewhere in between those words, like, you know, care, not careless. Uh, it's not, it's between slacking, being careless, being neglectful, and being... Unserious, mm. right? Yeah, but it's a state. That's the thing. It's yeah, like a yeah. state that you go. It's not a feeling. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, a feeling. it's like a standpoint. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It's like how you. It's like an attitude issue, mm. kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, another slightly formal and less used word, I think. Uh, menyending. Menyending is to. It's an action, right? Menyending is to kind of like extend yourself. Mm, extend. It's or... like. You know, you're, you're eating nasi kanda and somebody else doesn't have nasi kanda but he's sitting next to you. So he gradually moves to you and like puts on a pity face uh, and you kind of think, well, this guy wants nasi kanda. That's my ending, right? Isn't it? <laughs> it's a bit more expressive and more manja, lah, I think. Uh, I know, yeah. usually, usually for kids. Lah. I don't think adults, kalau menyending, I think a bit macam... You must be really hungry. <laughs> lah. Because, okay, how I imagine menyending is a kid... A little kid, you know, going to his or her parents and just like, macam, you know, macam, uh, can I have ten ringgit? Can I have ten ringgit? One yeah. thing, it, it's one thing to ask for it. It's also to like, macam, macam you know, sandakan your body to your parents' body and like, macam, uh, macam, right, right, macam right. Ring-ring sandakan, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mengending then is not to appeal, is it? It's more... It's a physical gesture. Yeah, it's a physical gesture. Yeah, yeah it's thing. a physical yeah. gesture. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I always see it as sort of like in, in uh, the school canteen, where the one who has 
you know, the one who forgot to pack his lunch or the one who doesn't have the money to buy lunch will be like mengending to his friends to get like a scoop of food here, a scoop of mihun there, a gulp of drink. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's sort of what I, I can say. I don't, I don't necessarily... Say, because the example you gave has a manja element to it. Yes. Yeah, which I don't necessarily think needs to apply to all cases of mengending. That's interesting. I guess when you're like being... What do you call it? Uh, what's the term for it these days? Uh, clingy. Clingy. Yeah, but not not in a not in a romantic way, but in a yeah. But clingy means like you don't know when to let go. I don't think mengending isn't persistent. It can be. I don't know. Is, oh really? Yeah. yeah there oh, is okay, that element okay. of persistence because you're like you know you're ah, literally right, physically right right right. Yeah, okay okay. Manja manja with your parents or your friends, right. just like macam being very insistent. Yeah yeah, I agree. Mm. Okay. okay. So no English word, right? For that. I'm trying to think. Yeah, no, tricky. no. Clingy. Do you think clingy is 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 that? But cling, clingy has a different connotation uh, these days, right? When you say, I mean, clingy it's not is physical. like emotional dependence too. Emotional right? dependence, yeah. There is dependence, lah. Whereas, yeah, yeah. Menyending is more physical behavior. Menyending has sometimes is described like you know, you know, like when we think about the posture where people put on their puppy eyes, mm. you know, when they want to like evoke like you know sympathy or something like that they have that face mm. right mengending could be that lah is it or yeah or something like that yeah yeah mm. i think we have time for one more okay lepa nah this one <laughs> this one i have no idea but you know what it means right no so lepa is basically it's a bit like malika juga but it's a bit more uh upscale upscale okay is it more uh oh, i'm trying to i think I, wait lepa Give me, a, give it, give it to me in a sentence. Okay, katakan somebody forgot his wallet, left his wallet somewhere, and I said, "Atulah kau, the per je tadi, sekarang wallet dah tertinggal." So, so it's like, macam there is that callousness, callousness, almost okay. like callousness, okay. but but it's related to macam your your mind juga lah in the sense that macam you're a bit more macam forgetful. Right, right. So, ah, uh, okay. So it's it's a step. It's a step above leker lah. Yeah. Leker is almost, there's a sense of obliviousness to leker. Yes. You're just sort of like, you don't, that's the pace that you only know how to go. Mm. Leper is like careless lah. I don't know. So what English word comes to mind for that? That's the thing, <laughs> right? Yeah. Maybe forgetful, but 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 it's it's, it's more of like, ah, uh, tu lah kau leper tadi, that's why you lost that thing you you clumsy were you clumsy is that is uh, clums, clums, clumsy is more macam you're just clumsy is very behavioral right 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 Whereas lepa is is more for a posture or something like that is it yeah forgetful but not because you're a forgetful person it's just right, like right. you're like oh man if you could have been sharper mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. be more attentive yeah you wouldn't have forgotten mm-hmm. or you wouldn't have left those things there mm-hmm, or something mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. Yeah. Mindful lah, I think. Yeah, it's the opposite of mindful. Oh, I guess, okay. Like, careless lah. Careless or, 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 uh, Distracted. Distracted, is it? Distracted. But you don't necessarily have to be distracted by something. You can, okay. It's just... But I don't see the difference between leker. Okay, okay, all right. Absent-minded. <laughs> absent-minded. Got it, got it. Yeah. Okay, okay. More absent-minded. All right, all right. So leker is oblivious. Leper is absent-minded. Yeah. All right, wow. <laughs> Slight difference <laughs> Great there. Great list. <laughs> No, I mean that's just yeah. I mean that's these are very very tricky terms, mm-hmm. very tricky terms. Any concluding thoughts before we wrap up? I don't know. I mean, I guess today we explored um, almost similar words, but I think with different subtle nuances that like sort of describe uh, the differences between these words, right? Mm-hmm, I guess mm-hmm. uh, different degrees or different levels of like you know the pehleke. Like how do you differentiate those two words? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I think this captures sort of um, a lot of the terms capture our intensity. 
not that we are in ten, but the tenor of our energies, I guess. Like in the sense that you know we're not necessarily the go-getting type of community. Mm. You know, I don't think we prioritize like success at all costs kind of thing. Mm. You know, we're more like we're more of a go with the flow type of discourse. And then if you happen to kind of like mess that up, or if you're you exceed that, I guess that flow, then you're you're gonna be called all these different things, right? So yeah, it's like a jangan magelabai ethos, <laughs> right? Am I right? Does that make sense? In a way, is it speaking to you? Yeah, it, it definitely does. And I've always thought about that. It's just that I'm just wondering what does it say about the society or the community, right? If we're not <laughs> a go-getter, like you said, yeah, right? Yeah, we're not. I mean, I think there was a time when we all signed up for that, right? Like in the 90s when we were building tallest buildings, we were building all these like malls and, and you know, you had infrastructure for engineering, for medicine, like that. that that really marked that transition to modernity where you are part of a broader global competition, you know, to be... And that's why you had, like, the Malaysian Book of Records that was kind of, like, going nuts at one point. People were just breaking records for nothing, you know. But it feels like we've sort of reached a, a kind of mellow point in relation to that. I don't think the youths today are that hell-bent on, like, you know, conquest in that sense. You know, I don't know. I mean, that's just my, my sense. Yeah, uh, which is pretty, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to make of it because because on one hand, you have always have that aspiration, right? And then on the other, you're always trying to like understand why why we are as such, right? Yeah. And, and be okay with it rather than, you know, trying to impose yeah, values agree. that may be foreign to to the community, right? Or yeah. maybe different, right? So, yeah. so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I feel like, uh, you know, work is an interesting point as well. I mean, for a while, work tends to be... A social thing, right? You work at factories, you work at offices, and you have office family days, and you have a sense of like togetherness. Where nowadays everything is about individual workspace, everybody's working, you know, remotely now, you know, and people, you know, the old fashioned office uh, and shop lot buildings and that whole industry is kind of dying now. Yeah. People working from home and all that. So, which runs so contrary to sort of how we prefer things communally, mm. you know, at least back then when there was like, you know, civil service, you still find it like very old fashioned, still very old school, but in sort of the leading industries, like, uh, like media, like uh, startups and fine, you, what you have is like more fragmented mm. work cultures. Everybody's sort of in their silos, you know, doing things and supposedly in more flexible arrangements, right? But, you know... I don't see that as necessarily appealing for us, as this appealing picture for us to spend our days and nights, you know. All right. All right, man. So uh, thanks again for this interesting list of words for our trying game today. Uh, that was Hanif Baharuddin and I'm Ahmad Farahmat. Be sure to email the show, bfm.squirtgmail.com. Look us up on Facebook as well. Type that in the search space. And um, download our app, at the Apple App Store or Google Play. I'm Ahmad Fawad Rahmat. This is Night School on BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.